Hello and welcome to the Accidental CEO podcast. This is my journal of my transition from stay-at-home mum to CEO of two music businesses. How did this happen? How am I dealing with it? How do I cope in the transition period? And how do I learn the trials and tribulations of boss over the next however long? Well, that's all things we're going to find out together in these broadcasts. So listen in here and to find more, find my website www.accidentalceo.squarespace.com. Happy listening. How does this happen? From stay-at-home mum to CEO. That's some statement, right? But that doesn't just happen. You don't just wake up one day to a phone call saying, guess what? You are now CEO of a company. There's a story to this. Back in 2011, my now husband, then boyfriend Dave and I were living on a narrowboat in London. I was pregnant. Dave was looking for a job outside of town where it would be cheaper for us to live when baby came along. The problem was his profession is somewhat niche. We had met when I was training as an opera singer at the Royal Academy of Music in Marylebone, London. Dave was the manager of the very well-regarded sheet music shop on campus. Needless to say, our eyes met across a crowded bookshelf and that was that. Although Dave has the knowledge of an expert in sheet music, there are not many jobs going in the genre. And anyway, as he said, he wanted to get out of retail and into publishing. His exact words were, I love paper. This didn't really help us any, as publishing music is even harder to get employed in than retail. Then, one day while I was 250 miles west with my mum in Debenhams of all places, I got a text. There's a perfect job for me with one of our suppliers, but there's one issue. It's based 50 miles south of Inverness in Scotland. What do you think? Go for it, I replied. Not having read it properly and knowing, not knowing exactly where Inverness was. A few weeks later, we were being boarded onto the sleeper train to Scotland in freezing January and taking part in a weekend long interview, which entailed, among other things, being put up in a cottage on site where the bed we slept in was held up on one corner by a brick. Rustic ain't the word. Apparently, working for this company is a family affair, so I was just as much on trial as Dave, even though I wouldn't be working there. We left feeling like we'd won, but a few days later got a call to say the job had gone to the only other candidate, a guy with family already in Scotland. To say it was a blow was the understatement of the century. It had been the perfect job for Dave. We had no other prospects of jobs or accommodation and the last resort was me moving back to Somerset with my mum while Dave stayed to make money in London until something came along. It was a year before anything did, almost to the day. For the first year of our son's life, Dave would leave us for the train to London on Monday night, 9pm, and work two jobs, the shop in the day and a pub at night to keep us afloat financially, and then head down to see a Saturday night arriving 9pm. It was just minutes before he left for one of his Monday night trains that the phone rang and the Scotland job came back up. He quit, so... Would you like the job after all? You need to be here in three weeks. That was January 2012. We moved in a week before our son's first birthday, at which point I was already fairly pregnant with our daughter, 
born that June. Since then, life has been mainly taken up by two small terrorists that claim to be our children. The job isn't exactly well paid, but average for the area. Only £18,000 to cover us all. But we've got by. Ingenuity is everything on a budget, and I'm good at thinking on my feet. We were married in 2015, and about six months after that, Dave came home one day to say the boss just basically told him we would be buying the company from him when he retires. Just like that. How the fuck are we supposed to find that kind of cash? Was, I believe, my almost exact words. Apparently, we didn't need to. Dave was such a good and worthy prospect for the company that the owner, Mark, was happy to just sign the company over to us and we would then pay him incrementally over five years. It didn't seem real. Who does that? This was a business Mark started back almost before I was born and has been his whole life. He was just going to pass it on to us when neither of us has ever run a company in our lives? Well, what can you say except... Okay then. Listen to more about how we got to where we are in my next blog, Build Your Own Dream. And don't forget to check out the website. Thanks for listening.